Street uh, Beams just said, I forgot you guys were on. You scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, BB. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Poor Pirate Fire Chain. playing on a Bluetooth speaker somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, blast- if you're blasting oh, it out so to all your fighters, we could help you train. One, two, punch each other. Three, four, kick each other. Yeah, one, two, punch. One, two, kick. One, two, punch. I think there you go. That's a, that's a that's a great city workout right there. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never say die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. I'm Eric. And we're loaded. Woo, doggy. So Let's we're recording live mm-hmm. at our, my house, but the podcast studio, GCP, Brass Kraken Studios, whatever the fuck I call it. I don't know what's going on. It's a bunch of dudes in a room that's kind of warm right now. <laughs> we uh, have been imbibing. Since I have a bar attached to my house, and we had pre-funked at the Valley, which if you heard on the last episode, you will know all about. But if you don't know the Valley, Google the Valley Tacoma. Great venue for food and for shows. So go check them out. Have some fun with them. By the way, also, uh, they are card only. So if you didn't know that, a lot of places are changing to card only, not cash. And that's... If you're in, you kind of realize you might be in a little bit of a sketchy part of town, but that is a gym right in the middle of kind of a weird area. So don't worry about that. Uh, just make sure you don't leave a backpack in your car, I'd say. Yeah. When you, like, oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. No, yeah. you go. Okay. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I've only been to the Valley once for a show. Check it out in Friends Band. This is the first time I've gone for food. and Nice. It was amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, so, like they've nice. got amazing food. So check them out. There's a lot of places that you might not really necessarily know. Uh, that would have a really great uh, food selection, a great menu. Um, but they are top notch on MLK with the 1111 is another place run by the Peterson brothers. And then in North Tacoma, uh, in Proctor, off of 26th and Proctor is Peaks and Pints. Yep. Three great places that are owned by those guys. You can get some food, but there's food all over Tacoma that is fantastic. And I'm definitely going to be talking about one of them on this episode. This episode is also going to recap something that happened uh, back in May, mid-May for us. And that was going to ye old Crypticon. I did make some promises that we would record. And you know what? We didn't unpack the recording gear at all. We did not. We just decided to regale ourselves with the stories and have some fun with that. We talked about it. I remember talking about it when we were there. Yeah. We're like, we should record. And then everybody just looked at each other. (laughs) It's like, we should drink instead. And we're like, yeah, sexy, freaky people. And so, yeah, we drank and we uh, caroused and had some fun with that. So we'll be bringing that up. Uh, Maybe I'll talk about a bachelor party that I went to that was for one of our um well for one of our listeners fiancés since rusty decides he never wants to listen to our yeah, own podcast never listens no nope, he's been on it and uh he does uh support us in terms of uh having the ads run through there but at the same point don't 
Uh, we don't have to worry about that because Rusty's not going to hear it. But Autumn, sorry, you're going to hear the details, but we'll keep it a little vague. It'll probably just be me bitching about how gross Portland is. Hey, in fairness, my wife went to the bachelorette party. Yeah. So I heard stories from that. So, <laughs> I, I don't think we got to worry too much. Oh, I have too. I have too. I just... The one thing I do want to say is they got bamboozled by their stripper. They asked for one stripper and got a different one. And apparently it looked like that one redheaded wildling from uh, Game of Thrones. Actually, I might have a picture of my wife. Uh-oh. So I don't want a picture of him. He was mostly dressed at that point. <laughs> I did hear he had a fun little sock thing where he had little teeny tiny socks they would keep on that kept sliding off. And he had to kind of yeah, try like to, to keep attaching to keep those. everybody interested. You know what I mean? I like oh, on their toes other, to see yeah, how yeah, it's yeah. going. Oh, no wait, we're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that Scott keeps his socks on. But we won't be talking about the bachelorette party. We may be talking a little bit about the bachelor party. We got a lot of fun stuff on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us at GritCityPodcast.com where you can find all of our older episodes where... You know, if you're looking for maybe somebody who has integrated themselves with the wildlife, we've got many different episodes with our great Suzanne Ackerman. Uh, she is one of these zookeepers at the Point of Find Zoo and Aquarium. Some of those old school ones. We're going to have her back on in the near future because she's amazing. So get your animal questions. If you got animal questions... Don't worry if you think your question's dumb because we have already asked stupider questions. And she is a professional. She has told us the horrors of otters while still keeping it above boards. And even when we threw out some crazy stuff because Jeff fears otters and we now know why. And we are very um, accepting of that fear because otters are horrifying. Yep. Google them or just listen to our podcast because you can find out about that. Um, But if you have anybody else that you think might be cool for us, let us know. We'd love to have guests on new or old. If you want us to talk with somebody who has been on before and recap with that, please do so. And you can even listen live on our Discord channel, which when we're recording, we let everyone know we get up on stage and sometimes people forget we're recording (laughs) and they get the shit scared out of them. And uh, sorry for that, Street Beefs. But you can listen to us live and interact and uh, deal with the chat as we're going along. One thing I love about the studio when we're recording here, we've got a giant television, which we could use for all sorts of weird videos, but we're using it for our Discord channel. And it's pretty cool because we get to see the uh, the gifts that are posted. We get to see the chat as it's going live. And anyone can kind of just look on that as we're going. And we're even videoing this. So we're going to have some clips out in the what? future. And we're going to be keep doing this. So maybe we'll get stuff going on in terms of like, I don't want to say Twitch because we don't know what sort of service we have because we already have a YouTube channel. So maybe doing some YouTube live stuff in the near future would be a lot of fun. We've done it in the past before. And so it's not outside the realm of us to be continuing on doing some of this really fun stuff. And Scott could turn on the Discord <laughs> right in the middle. And uh, as I'm still talking, I'm glad can it's working, it? though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're a drunk ass. <laughs> what a dick. God. <laughs> I just wanted to see who was in the audience. Well, um, but then I didn't realize I thought it would I thought it would prompt me. To, to be like, oh, no, no, it, it gets me all the time. So we got, uh, <laughs> we got Peter LeBlanc, Caesar, 
uh, Keisha, not Kesha, and Street Beefs. Nice. Wow. Shout cool. out to all of them. Amazing people who are listening to us live and some of our great faithful. Um, really appreciate them just listening. Sometimes with the old uh, Patreon as well. Some of those are patrons. And if you're not, that's cool. But if you are, you get access to special t-shirt designs that Jeff does. One that he's wearing right now is his hot rod design, which looks damn sexy with that purple uh, that purple shirt. Uh, I got one myself. I'm not wearing it because I'm wearing the old school design. I figured that would be kind of nice to have out there for everybody. Right on. But you can also find that just on what, like Public is what we use? Yeah, Teespring. Teespring, something like that. The fun part about our Discord is whenever someone buys one, it goes through the chat (laughs) channel to annoy everyone. But there's a link to it as well, along with a bunch of other stuff that we have out there. So if you you get up on on our Discord channel, you get all of the uh, news and information. And you'll see that we don't sell a lot of (laughs) t-shirts. Please buy I will say, so Jeff got that new design up yesterday. Yeah. Which is Uh, really cool. Which is really cool. I actually, if I could get the OG logo on a shot glass, I want to buy those. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, we got to figure yeah. that out because I I think I would need one for my bar. Sure. Like get a pint and a shot glass for that. Plus, it'll look good when we do promotional photos there and you stuff go. like that. Yeah. Look at that. We can write that off as a business. We're not a business. Never mind. Uh, let's get into let's talk. First off, let's talk about Crypticon. It was a couple of months ago. But if you don't know anything about Crypticon, just Google Crypticon Seattle and it might even just be CrypticonSeattle.com. But it is the premier horror convention in the Pacific Northwest it happens in May. Usually, and it kind of fluctuates. Sometimes it's Memorial Day, sometimes before. Um, almost always now at the DoubleTree in uh, in the uh, in SeaTac, so along the International uh, Boulevard and all that stuff, right by the uh, the old aeroplane. Uh, what's that place? Airport. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great place for a convention. <laughs> honestly, it, and, and it is because and, people can fly in. They can just hit the the thing there, and then they can roll out. Mm-hmm. Right, like they don't have to spend time. And we've, uh, I mean, uh, we've been going for decades to this place for conventions because also going to NorwestCon and other conventions that have been in that area. Most conventions will start somewhere like sexy conventions. Crypticon <laughs> started off at the Hilton, which was up a little bit north and actually started elsewhere, but it migrated to the Hilton, then migrated down here. And the staff is usually very accommodating, pretty great with what they've got down. And with Crypticon, you're going for the horror. You're going for to buy a bunch of really cool, random, freaky, gnarly stuff. A lot of the times, I think Scott, last year you bought like 800 T-shirts that you can't wear to anywhere but with Dude, us. I think I think the shops, <laughs> the shops are my favorite part. Yes, I have a bunch of satanic T-shirts <laughs> that I my wife won't let me wear almost anywhere in public. So. Yeah, and it's a lot of small business people. Yes. Like my, oh my, yeah. The uh, tattoos by Nina. She has a stand there. She's done yeah. like ninety percent of my tattoos and does the other artwork on the side. One of the uh, one of the ladies that I knew from like for many many years. She does and it's Annie Stitches, but she does little crocheted things and sometimes they're cute like little Pokemon and stuff. And she's got in vulgar, so she's got dicks and balls, which is great. Yeah, you can use uh, you can use uh, them to practice with your manscaped gear if you Ooh. want to. You know, you can show it off and uh, have a little manscaped party with that. Um, but no, she has a lot of really fun sort of stuff. But it's that small business sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. She'll do them at craft fairs or she'll do that sort of thing. Here at a Crypticon, get a little vendor space. Our good buddy Ken Carlson, he yep. had his booth yep. set up, so we harassed him for a little bit on that aspect. 
But like going to the shops is super fun and super amazing. And it's like one of those things that you can do with it. But for us also, having gone to a lot of these conventions, we know all the party people. And Biohazard has been the premier party experience for these types of conventions for a long time, starting before NorwestCon, but hitting like all the like some of the defunct uh, uh, conventions like RustyCon and some of the other ones that have been going around. They were the party people that would really make this happen. And with when NorwestCon kind of was in its heyday, I would say. We had at this hotel what we would call the party wing, which was the furthest wing out from anywhere, and it was just mayhem, like in the best ways. Everyone would have their own room parties, and it would just be just absolute ridiculous. You could just do and spend the whole night just doing rotations, spending like 10 minutes in a room, you know, getting a couple drinks, carousing, hanging out with people, and they'll go down a floor, hang out there, just do that for hours and hours and hours, and it was fantastic. I don't think people understand what when we, when we say party party rooms like this, right? Because I didn't understand, right? Fair. Because I had never been to a convention until I moved here. And then when I went, I was like, oh... These are like parties you see in like music videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, probably the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah, right? That's the way I explain it to people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I've been to some like there specifically like like we've had um KY wrestling. We've had Yeah, bands. I used to referee yep. KY wrestling that would happen usually just one night, but it was some of the most ridiculous things. And that had been going on for years. Before yep. I refereed them, it was just helping set up and having to go to the Bartels down the street and get about 20 uh, douches to uh, clean the poor ladies who uh, managed to wrestle in uh, non- Oh, or yeah, non-sugar-free Jello, so sugared Ugh. Jello. So let's just say cleanup was involved, and you just you send the you send the old the young upstarts there to buy to buy out the Bartels of all of their douches. But uh, bands, we've had bands in there. Yes, like full on Death Star live, live yeah. concerts in hotel rooms. Yeah, <laughs> people don't. I don't think they understand what and what's each really room going on. and each room and still to this day has a theme. So it's like. Some of them, like some of our good friends, had the Viking room. Like I was talking about Biohazard. I was a part of DeathCon for a while. And just these different rooms had their own themes. The gnome parties, the cult of Scott Bakula. These are all things. Cult of Scott Bakula yep. is awesome. Yes. What was yes. the uh, one right next door to us with the, um, I'm, I'm just the women. Slay, they were Slayboy oh, Boy Bunnies. Oh, yeah. They were the Slayboy Boy Boys. But Slay I think they were bunnies. the Deadly Darlings. Right. And that was for this year. Yeah. But this all yep. started with really like NorwestCon really kind of setting the, pay, the, the <laughs> setting the groundwork for that. Um, but then you get into the issues of like Liquor Control Board having a problem with people just being able to go in and out of every room. And so that kind of got shut down for many years. But Crypticon came up with a genius reason and way to go about this which was put it in the hotel itself on the 13th floor. You can only get up there. You can get up there by stairs, but the only way to get into any of the rooms is you have to go past the foyer where they check IDs before you can get any further. So it alleviated all of the issues of having, because one of the big things was like, well, what happens if someone takes a back entrance and isn't of age or you 
you know, 86 and because they're too intoxicated and now they come back to a different party and you don't know. Well, this completely alleviates that issue and really what was kind of killed it for a little while. And so they came up with a perfect solution. Biohazard was there. The Deadly Darlings were there. There was a couple of other parties, but it's just all of the 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 after hours just ridiculousness are dare i say confined not necessarily but like the party and the drinking is all in that one area so you know where to go and you don't have to worry about kind of stumbling into the wrong place either because you're just like right there i thought it was the best yeah and it's great for the fact that it's in a hotel Mm -hmm. so you're not driving home you get a room yeah you party your ass off you go and pass out in your room or whatever room you end up in afterwards (laughs) and I, i i i'm i'm i wish brogan was here but he was the one that got us the room because it was him and I stayed the whole weekend. Wasn't there a chant that was going on? Something about sexy, freaky people, sexy, no, freaky people about pants. Like terrible. Uh, oh, terrible yeah. Pants. Trash pants. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ask. Go to Cosmic Bottles in Covington, the great place, and ask him about his trash pants. Uh, no context. Just ask him about his trans- trash pants and let him regale you with the story of the worst pants you could ever wear at a party. Does he listen to this podcast? He does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. So uh, we'll get him back on to talk about trash pants at some point. But he needs to tell that story. Like that's the that's the just, best way to go about that. I'm just worried about the unprompted hazing <laughs> that he's about. Trash to pants, you suck, trash pants. And we know we got a lot of lot of listeners that live in the area that love to go yep. out there. Caesar, I'm looking at you. <laughs> like you're the best person to go out there and troll him <laughs> a little bit with the trash pants. But Brogan, in his infinite wisdom, has had decided we're going to get a room on that floor. So we were central to the partying, which is perfect because with these things, it's it's nerd slash goth slash horror freak spring break. It really is. It's our chance to kind of go nuts and have some fun and spend a couple of days a weekend and just just let loose. And really do what you kind of want to do and have some fun and see people you don't see except for this time of the year. A lot naked. of the time. A lot of naked. A lot of naked yep. It yeah. happens. You just have to understand that. And uh, don't be weird about it. Like least top half. A lot of top half. A lot of top half. And um, yeah, I guess like the bottom half kind of went away for a while, which probably is for the best. Yeah, I mean. Unless, of course, you're showing off your uh, manscaped uh, grooming Ooh. area. And just remember, consent is king. Don't just be showing that to everybody. But also, having the party in the central area was a great place, too, because if you got overwhelmed, which, I mean, as as much as I like to do social things, I will just tap out and just be like, Psh, fuck all y'all. And that gave me a chance just to walk away, go out onto my deck, have some privacy, or, you know, have some drinks with just a couple of people, like, and have some people hanging out. And that's really what we did on, it was Saturday night when everybody came. Yep. And Scott and Jeff, and we all partied hard. Jeff partied so hard he had to stay over because we're all responsible motherfuckers. <laughs> Scott was responsible because he had Becca come pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> I called my wife. Come get me. Help me. I'm too drunk. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Which No I, questions asked. Just yeah. Isn't the worst uh, worst plan to have, having the, the back out plan? Because, I mean... You could have slept in uh, Brogan's camper. He oh. did offer that. He so, did offer to, that. To be fair, it wasn't my back. My Brogan's camper would have been my backup plan. <laughs> my plan was actually to leave that night. Becca was going to come get me. Um, but also, I had a great time. Like we tore it up. That whole day, we tore it up. Um, yeah. 
it's such a all those all those conventions are just such a good time and i i encourage anybody if you're into anything like look around and see if there's a convention um around you that for whatever subject you're into and go check it out i promise you there's probably a convention yep. for anything that yep. you really are very interested in so like you said and if it's and if you're kind of afraid of like oh what's horror gonna be like just go it's it, I mean, it, it's gnarly in terms of like the costuming. Like they'll, you know, you'll see eyeballs poking out and like a, a, a an astronaut with half of his uh, helmet blown out. So there's, but it's you gotta respect some of that craftsmanship. Some scary ass clowns. Scary ass clowns. We they had the uh, the guys who would just like run along the uh, mm-hmm. the roads and then like do all the sparks as they slide across with the like the metal and the sheet metal on their. Uh, feet and their knees and their hands and stuff. That was super cool. I know we have some video out there of that that we've already posted, so you can check that out. But it's just neat to see this sort of art and some of the nicest people, whether it be some of the actors or people who have participated in like the movies or television shows or books or comic books or any of that, but also the fans. Like, yeah, they're into horror, but that doesn't mean they're running around with an axe ready to, you know, well, they might be, but at least they're a little more, like, nice about it in terms of being in a convention environment. Everyone's super polite. Everyone's having a good time. And it's really, like I said, it's a party atmosphere. Everyone's there for one like-minded reason, but it's all also to have fun. Yeah, and everybody that's going to a convention, it's because they're a fan of that thing. Yep. Like, I've been to anime conventions, NorwestCon, I've been to Crypticon. I go to PAX every year because I'm a huge video game nerd. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a huge crossover of people. Like, I run into people at the same at different conventions yep. because we're nerds about the things we love, so we want to go and celebrate it with other people. Yeah. And it's, it's what it is. It's a, it's a celebration, bitches, and it's fantastic. I, I will always recommend going to Crypticon. Yep. I, I always feel I, – I feel like, too, once you um, – find out about conventions like they're a thing and you can like there's a bunch of them and they're mm-hmm. about everything like you kind of fall into that right because i find myself looking up random like ufo conventions sasquatch yeah. conventions Dude, like yeah, all the weird yeah, shit yeah. that i enjoy we've, right we've had serious conversations yep. about getting like booths out at i know the the one that's serious <laughs> as serious as you can when you're sitting around drinking no, and being like we should go to that sasquatch convention <laughs> but i mean they have the one out in ocean shores yeah. at quinault that i want to do we did book some stuff for the uh the grit city comic show last yep. year which was yeah. A great time. Super fun. Yeah, super fun. And even so much like Ken was like, hey, do you guys want to hit up this other convention? Unfortunately, the timing just didn't work out. But we're really going to be down for that sort of aspect, too. Yeah, it's a great time. It's just a good time to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it helps spread the word for uh, the GCP. We handed out a ton of stickers. Uh, I don't think. Well, no, yeah, no stickers were placed in inappropriate places. I have those pictures. I don't know (laughs) if we'll post them, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> I remember. I got some pictures. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You doing okay over there, Jeff? Yep, just enjoying the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff's lo- he looks how I felt last podcast. Yeah, yeah. Jeff's, no. Jeff's eyes cannot be open. He's doing pretty good over there than I respect. Um, before we get into sports, so we're gonna get into sports pretty soon, Eric. Sports. So be ready for that sports. Mm, sports. <laughs> I don't think I can do the sounder from my phone for it, unfortunately. Oh, I know from the soundboard. Yeah. I uh, I did want to talk about, because uh, 
uh, we're still in the party atmosphere talking about the parties. Uh, I'm not going to get into the the full crazy details of the bachelor party that I did go to with Rusty, but I'll get into a little bit of it because first off, congratulations. They had the bachelor bachelorette party. Rusty and Autumn are getting hitched and uh, super congratulations. They're an an amazing pair. Great people and couldn't be happier for them. We decide, he decides that we're going to go to Portland, Oregon for a bachelor party. And I'll preface this with, for the first, I don't know, 16 or so driving years of my life, so between the ages of like 16 and uh, 30-ish, I had a strict I hate Oregon, and I will never go to Oregon mentality. It was probably because I got pulled over a couple of times for speeding, and uh, that's mostly on me, but also fuck Oregon. So I have always had sort of this, I don't know, uh, I don't want to call it hatred, but just a, a, a non-enjoyment of Oregon and Portland in general. And the last time I had been in Portland for any sort of extended time was to actually go to a different bachelor party with Brogan. Rogan's bachelor party, and this is probably like 10 years ago, maybe even longer at this point. And it, it, it ended in a shit show, as most bachelor parties tend to do, I kind of feel. I had mine down in Portland, and it was great. Fan- fantastic? Yeah. Nice. A shit did, show. Did you hit up the strip clubs? Oh, yeah. Hit strip clubs, yeah. got uh, random burritos, yeah. hit up uh, Voodoo Donuts, and uh, I ended up at a makerspace. What? From oh, nice. a musician my brother knew. So, oh, that's cool. We just went out there and jammed to finish off the night. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. And to be honest, we had we had a lot of fun, and there was a lot of more shenanigans because I tapped out kind of early. I'm going to set it up right now. I know that people say that like Tacoma and Seattle are kind of gnarly in terms of like, you know, you get the Tacoma aroma, Mm -hmm. you get like, oh, it doesn't smell good down on like third and pike, like that whole sort of aspect of that thing. Portland's on a whole other level. That place fucking stinks. (laughs) That place smells so fucking bad no matter where the fuck you go. I don't know what's going on, but they've decided that you can just piss and shit anywhere. Is that what it smells like everywhere you go? Everywhere. And it was was a little warm out, so maybe it was just baked in. We're talking about like (laughs) June-ish. Just seeping out. Yeah, it's just, but you just couldn't get away from it, like wherever you're going. And my wife was like, okay, well, also you were in the district that had all the strip clubs. You know, maybe it's a little bit gnarly in that area, right? Yeah. (laughs) But our hotel was in the Pearl District, which I don't know anything about Portland, but people were saying, oh, that's kind of an okay area. Mm -hmm. There's a nice park next to us and stuff like that. No, it's stank. It's stanky, it's stanky, it's stanky. And our... Hotel was great. Like, our hotel was fantastic. Like, it was a nice kind of upper end, but it was like like the door wouldn't open because they had to have somebody open it for you because even though it was the sliding doors, they're just not going to let everybody in sort of aspect. Like, this is how it's going on around there. It's it, it's gnarly. It's fucking gross. I don't like Portland, but I already told you my bias on that, so that's kind of where you're going to go with that. We started off by shooting, like, 50 miles south of uh, Portland. We went skeet shooting. Damn it. And... I got some shotguns like they had everything there it was cheap as fun like super great there and then we were rolling like nine of us how'd you do uh i did better than i thought i would me too uh <laughs> <laughs> the first um so we each had two boxes yeah. of 20 shots 
So we took, you know, basically 20 uh, um, per round. And the first one I did shit bad. I got like two out of 20. And I'm like, oh, that's so bad. At that point, it's like I got those two because somehow I was managing. Yeah. Like it, I got close enough because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You were just lying and shit up, though. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. trying to, but I, I kind of felt like I was like, dude, well, I play video games and I'm like, okay, well, this should just be like <laughs> that. Like it's fine, hunt. right? Yeah, Fuck it's it. like Duck Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> and no, um, no, but yes, you know, it has a little bit more kick than a, than a light gun, but you know, you don't know how that works. God, I'm so sad I miss this. <laughs> dude, um, and then the second round, I think I hit. 10 or 12 out of 20 so it was a lot better like the, the yeah yeah i kind of was able to focus on a little bit more and you know figure out you know how to hold it i would have loved to watch you shoot guns that would have made me happy. i've done it before it's not no like lie. it's completely foreign no, to me you haven't yes i have uh-huh. yes we uh brogan used to have a father-in-law where we'd go out camping and it's like you had to fucking go shoot you did used to have a father-in-law. yeah <laughs> that we would go camping and we would go shooting and uh, that was the the kind of the fun part yep. i've shot a 50 cal monstrosity yeah like and yeah, it's yeah. just like Oh, we're just gonna go shred that tree over there for fun. And you're like, wow, okay. And yeah. then you shoot it. And you're like, oh, this makes sense. They Holy fuck, that guy, right? Like, uh, uh, well, the camp was Ronbo, Ron, because he was Ron, right. and the camp, like, he basically would just go off and camp for a month, and oh. just out in eastern Washington, kind of close to the mountains, kind of around where like Thorpe is and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he would just go down and get some supplies, but he had like a whole water reservoir sort of thing and just a whole setup. Right. And it was everybody's great. everybody the looks on everybody's <laughs> yeah. faces because people think Washington. They're like, oh, you know, it's super like <laughs> blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, this guy had a fifty cal. Yeah, <laughs> and he oh, went out yeah. and camped for yeah. a month at a time. I- I mean, I can't deny it. I've gone out and shot in the woods before. So. Right? Yeah. yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Shooting's super fun. Shooting is fun. And this was really cool, too. And we actually did it at, like, a legitimate, like, firing range. We just didn't go off to, like, the side of the road, like, in Portland, like, 50 miles <laughs> south of Portland, just start shooting shit. No, this is a whole setup. There's a shooting range down there. Sorry, I can't remember the name of it. But if you just, like, on I-5, look for shooting ranges about 50 miles south, you'll find it. Um, but, yeah. So we did that. It was great. Um, Rusty did great. Uh, I think, and I think he even said so, as much that he was kind of scoping out for his um, his apocalypse team, <laughs> and uh, I was off the team. Uh, there was a couple of guys. One guy had never shot at all, and he, I, I swear to God, he missed like two. So like, it is, was crazy. Is that why you had the Axe birthday party? Is just to kind of redeem yourself for that apocalypse this team? Before this was before. Oh, that's right. it yeah, was before. no, this was just before. I just wanted to throw axes, <laughs> but also like as bad as I was on that, I think I was already uh, off of uh, Rusty's team anyway. Yeah. This just really confirmed it. <laughs> it's, like it's he doesn't like a, need me around. It's like a low key, like um, I don't know. Uh, what do you call it when you go? To get a job interview, it's like a low key oh, interview. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we've been we've been dragging it out for a couple of months. Can you throw an axe? Can you shoot a gun? Like, what how, can you do? <laughs> like, how much food do you have? I was at the party, house? so I know where I got cut. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, so we go down there shooting. It was great. Um, Fred Bowski, uh, he's the best. Great comedian. He came along as well because I think he might be Rusty's best man. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but so he rolled down. Great fucking shot. He popped off some good ones. And it's uh, a couple of other, you know, peeps, some friends of uh, Rusty's whom 
uh, our listeners of the podcast. So shout out to y'all. I'm not going to give you name name names because I don't think anyone wants their names out there. In fact, they told me that they didn't want their names out there. Totally fair. But uh, yeah, that, it was a it was a good group of nine people. Had some fun. Spent a couple hours down there. Hit up the shadiest fucking taco truck. And it was some of the best food, like cash only on the side. I'm like, we're getting dysentery. Did not. In nice. fact, it was just it was a great meal. Really good chicken tacos. And somehow one of the guys in the party got another person's burrito that wasn't with our party. And that was kind of awkward when the guy rolled back up and guy had his burrito. But they gave it to us. Hey, not you our have fault. My burrito, sir. Do you have my burrito? I think you have my burrito. I think that's my burrito. <laughs> and, you know, well, just gonna get another one. So we hit up. We didn't get back. Um, we get all set up, cleaned up, start going on our 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 strip club adventure. Essentially, trying to figure out what we're gonna do for food. Nobody decided to plan any reservations anywhere because why would you want to do that? Nine guys can't roll into any place and get any sort of food. So we're wandering around and we hit up uh, Kelly's Olympian, which is like a biker bar. And first and foremost, Scott, I'm almost kind of glad you weren't there Uh just because somehow it was Fleet Week, which if you don't know, uh, all them naval soldiers, all the all the they they get. They sailors. get time off. Sailors. sailors. Yes. The naval, <laughs> the naval soldiers. Did I really say that? Anyone who Fuck. has partied in Seattle knows exactly what he's talking about when it comes to yeah. Fleet Week. Pure, yeah. pan, pure pandemonium. Yeah. Like, well, oh, were they in uniform? All of them. Nice. I'm like, why the fuck do you need to be in uniform? Are they in whites? <laughs> yes. Nice. Everyone was in their whites. They're, and it was, I don't understand why, other than they're just summertime. pack men. <clears throat> wear pants. Wear shorts. Like, do they have normal people clothes? Yeah. Then whites. why don't you wear those? They you have just... whites and blues. Because That's it's it. a trigger for the chicks to uh, hang out dude, with them before yeah. they take off. And first That's and foremost, that was the one thing. Yeah. If we went to anywhere yeah. that wasn't a strip club and had any uh, any sailors yep. on them or in there, uh, it was all just like, oh, this is just breeding grounds. Yep. Like it's everyone just throwing as much game as possible at anything that moved. And I'm yep. just like, this is... N- this is a weird vibe already at yeah. that point. So we're in there looking at that. Had some. That's a good time. Fleet week anywhere you go. I've done, I've done it in. If you're uh, in the Florida. fleet, sure. Yeah, they like blocked off normal. roads. Yeah. Like they actually like, time, they man. blocked off roads because they're like, they're just going to be drunk sailors just yep. running around everywhere. And so it was kind of like that added an extra little bit Fuck of layer yeah. to chaos now to I'm it all. Dance. So so now we're in a, a, a stinky, smelly, pee-pee, poo-poo city <laughs> filled with. With sailors running around. We hit up Kelly's, which was great. Had a couple of drinks. Started off with like a shot of Jack because fucking everyone hates each other. And from there, we decide, boom, we're going to hit our strip club. So we wander around a little bit. Finally find the place called Mary's, which is, I guess it's the oldest strip club in Portland. But they had to move. So I don't know if that still counts. Like, I'm not sure, like, if, like... You still get to kind of keep that sort of aspect. But so we go there and strippers are strippers. Strippers are great. And that's not they're not even the part of the story. They're not even a part of the story. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I'm intoxicated on many levels sitting there watching the strippers. And we hadn't had dinner yet. We had like mini corn dogs at Kelly's. (laughs) And I've been drinking a lot at this point, amongst other things. And 
I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, I am hungry. And Mary's boasted nachos. And I'm like, fuck yeah, finger foods at a strip club? Why not? So we're like looking at it and... We go to ask him about the nachos. They it's had all other processing right yeah. now. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> the, hey, man, the, you cannot go wrong with nachos. Well, we can. Strip club nachos. Strip I... club nachos. That's the name of this podcast. Um, but it turns out that the there's a whole bunch of like little weird things that were going on. Like, you know, Portland's kind of gross. This whole thing's kind of going on. We're kind of don't have a plan. We're just kind of wandering around. We show up to the strip club. I, I seriously like. I just need nachos. I need something to balance some, you Give know, balance food. it. Fair, yeah. fair. And they're like, "Well, unfortunately, the cook had an emergency, uh. and we can't." But you can go to the sandwich shop across the way or the pizza place, and you can bring it in. So, like fucking seven year old boys who can have titties and pizza. Yes, we. One of the guys runs out, grabs. It needs to be a place. I'm sorry. Titties and pizza needs to be like a right? Is that not Foxy? <laughs> <Right? laughs> <laughs> so we're just like, yes, this is the best pizza party ever. We get pizza, and I shit you not, I have never seen so many grown men shift their attention from naked bodies to pizza in an instant <laughs> when the pizza boxes were set down uh, and then watching these poor girls trying to buy the attention uh, off of pizza from these grown ass men who the pizza dough was slightly undercooked so there was no firmness to it uh, so we're trying to pick up these loaded supreme pizzas and they're just falling apart and these drunk fuckers are just gr- like balling them up into just handballs and just smushing them together and just shoving them into their mouth and I'm like looking at these ladies and I'm like you'll get ones eventually but they're going to be covered in fucking pizza <laughs> sauce so i hope you're okay with that like it was it, it was a mess it was fun but at some point like after i had a slice i'm like this is a bit much That's awesome. so i go to get i go to get some fresh air i'm hanging out uh brogan and one of the other guys are like we're gonna go scout out this other point come with us i'm like tight let's do this and i'm totally just frying on alcohol <laughs> and decide to keep walking and going with them. We go and we hit up this other strip club, and I'm just standing there as the the other guys are scouting it out to see whether or not this is going to be worthwhile sort of aspect of it. And this is when my night fucking ended. I'm standing there, and then suddenly there was just a little splatter right on my forehead. Mm. I look around. I have no idea where this shit came from. Mm. I I don't have enough sense of mind. Like, I like like wipe it off of my forehead and like just kind of put it to my nose to see if I can tell. Can't tell anything. You're in a strip club. It smells like perfume anyway. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And at that point, it was just like the the uh, the dealer at the table just hand clap. I am out. And I just walked out. I texted everyone. I was like, it's like I'm I, I'm tapping guys. I'm tapping. I am out. I don't know what just the fuck happened. And I just meandered my ass back to the hotel. Which I went the wrong way because I was fucked up. So I'm just walking around in stank-ass Portland, just trying to get home, like just being so fucking skeeved out at whatever just splattered on my forehead. Okay, that's justified because you and I have been out. We've we've been to a show together. Yeah. And I've seen you just unannounced just take off. You're like, you know what? I'm tapped yeah. out. It's good. Yeah. Where I'm just like, hey, I saw you walking. Are you good? You're like, yep, I'm fine. I'm just going home. 
Yeah. So I do not doubt that at all. And there's, yeah, I like, I'll have like a, a, a sort of moment. And like when I tapped out of the one show, yeah. it was like I was overheating and it just, I, it was loud. It yeah. was hot. Yeah. And so I was just like, boom, I'm out. I tried to let people know, you know, when it was going. And this one definitely when suddenly like at the bachelor party, you're one person less and you don't know what's going to, what's where the person's like, hey, I'm fine. I'm safe. I'm just, I'm gone. Like, fuck this shit. And even Brogan called and I was like, no, here's the deal. Like something fucking splattered on me mm-hmm. and I just got grossed out. Turns out that Rusty and somebody else had the same thing happen to them. The strip club had a leaking pipe on their oh. ceiling that kept hitting people. <laughs> and when when I don't know what the fuck that is and I'm at a strip club yeah. and I get hit with some something sort. Wet. Yeah, Ooh, something yeah. wet. I'm like... I'm not here for that. I didn't pay extra for that one. I'm, I think I'm pretty <laughs> fucking done with that. So, I mean, by and large, Portland was gross and disgusting. I Me, I'll probably still go back because... It sounds a lot like Crypticon, honestly. Like, <laughs> it I sounds like a biohazard sp- party just the entire I city. Get, I didn't get splattered on at Crypticon. I'm just going to say that. Like, I, I no, Westcon, whatever. Just pick a con. Right. I know. I'm just saying yeah. I didn't get splat. But, you know, there's KY and stuff. There if, you're you go. The, if you're in the first row, you're always going to have that happen. But yeah. So the one good place for food that we finally hit was in Vancouver. The next day, there's a place in Vancouver called the Brick House. And I had chicken and waffles with Ooh. some sort of strawberry rum drizzle on it. Ooh, fuck, dude. It was good. They had a burger called the Jesus Christ. Not even joking. It is burger patties, and then for the buns are grilled cheese sandwiches. Yep. Full on grilled cheese sandwiches. I don't know what I'm doing here. I need to go there. Right yeah, now. yeah. So, and they had all sorts of other great food and stuff like that. If you're in Vancouver for any reason, uh, Vancouver, Washington, check out the Brick House. It's a great eclectic place. Really kind of random. They got one of the uh, cr- a Christmas story fragile leg uh, lamps in nice. the corner, and a lot of fun vibes with it. And it was really, really, really good food. Awesome brunch, like like Valley level on the stuff that we've talked okay. about. So it's a worthwhile breakfast place. So that was my that was my adventure into the bachelor stuff. Uh, Autumn, if you want to ask any more questions, feel free to ask mm. your fiance, and uh, we won't worry about that. Uh, I did also want to give one shout out for some local Grit City Grub. There is the Ruka Family Restaurant, which is right next to the Top of Tacoma on McKinley. Oh, okay. They yeah. are uh, Asian Latin infusion uh, food. So send me a link to that place. I will. It's yeah. they're fantastic. Uh, they started with a food truck and it is uh, uh, a man named Willie. I got to meet him because he just came out and said, hey, for no reason. He's just a nice guy. And he uh, 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 born in the Philippines and uh, has mixed uh, Asian and Latin food. So a lot of that sort of aspects on that. So you get stuff like uh, appetizers will be lumpia. Uh, so I had some lumpia. Always great. Always great. Always good. A little less sweet from the region that he grew up in. They uh, made things a little uh, less sweet. So it had a nice little kind of cool like uh, vinegar dipping sauce with the lumpia, which I'm not used to. Fantastic. Super good. And I'm open up to uh, try different new stuff. So I was like really down for that. But then all that aspect as well with their Latin side of it. I went with the basic burrito. 
because I just wanted to see what they were going to do with that. So it was a carne asada bur- a burrito. Okay, yeah, that was fucking huge. I posted it on my on the on the Revan Fuego page, so you can check it out and see. Like just the size of the fucking burrito was huge and fantastic, and I loved every aspect of it. And uh, just f- the wife got shrimp tacos. She loved the salsa with it. Really good. Like everything. We're going back to try all the different stuff now. But it was 100% good. Okay. Fucking cool. fantastic. Yeah, no, that's totally my neck of the woods. So I yeah. got to check that place out. I am with Rusty with RCF Exteriors. Rusty, how are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. You do really good work. I try, yes. You created this studio with me. I helped. At least the front part, you know. Yeah. Placing it- the windows, framing up the walls. But also beyond that, I had you come and do what RCF Exteriors is known for. Which is Windows. Yep. The price was better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of have a saying where it's, uh, you can pay whatever you want for Windows. But for actually the same Windows you get anywhere else, you get the same install, but not for these crazy prices. People can go and check out a lot of the work that you've done at rcfexteriors.com. And the quality of the work and the price speak for themselves. Give them a call at 253 446 8845 and give me your motto because I think it's fantastic. (laughs) That's cut wood, not corners. RCF Exteriors. Check them out at rcfexteriors.com. So before we do get out of here, let's talk some sports. Eric. Yeah. How you been, dude? Tired. We uh, (laughs) are training. I want to first off give you props for uh, we put out with uh, the best of with Luann um, some of the interviews that you've done. Um, It's kind of our bad in the terms of getting out with any frequency because we could have done it a little bit sooner, but there was some unrealization on my part that we had your audio. But we were able to put it together. I'm glad that you were able out there to experience uh, sports in Tacoma. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to those, uh, go check them out. I did the Destiny Dozen bike ride, which goes around every, well, all of the biggest hills in and around Tacoma, and uh, that's going to come up uh, next year in May, so go check that out. Get training now. Those are all the big-ass hills, right? Like the big... I still hate that as an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to remember, this is the guy who does the stadium steps for fun. It's uphill the whole time. Yeah. Both ways. (laughs) We go down the hills, too. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only acceptable part and i'm just like tacoma is extremely hilly all over the place yep. oh, and that's yeah. like if you're downtown you can absolutely see it because of just the way that it's built and it goes down to the water but if you go to point defiance and you're trying to go down to owen beach <laughs> you i remember coasting down there being like this is great and then walking my fat ass up the hill because i can't ride on the bike up there i imagine as a kid it was miserable right yeah you do it once <laughs> and then you realize that's a life lesson right there <laughs> like you get you get like what brogan has you get one of those rad electric bikes or something like that oh, to truck yeah. your butt up there but yeah no you do it once unless you're hardcore like uh mr destiny city doesn't over here <laughs> so do you know tacoma is home to a championship soccer team <laughs> are we talking the tacoma stars uh tacoma stars reserve really yeah nice. they defeated Everett City FC seven to five in their championship game for the Northwest Indoor Soccer League. Nice, congratulations! Round of applause yeah. for them. Right for on. Them. Uh, in almost there, 
the Tacoma Galaxy, another indoor, the women's indoor team. Yeah. They uh, marched up to Snohomish County to play for their championship back in March. And they just barely missed out five to four to oh. get second place for the second year in a row. Oh, no. <laughs> See, now they got that legacy to beat it. Now they've got incentive. Like they go, they go to the dance. Now this time they got to come up. Like that's amazing, though. Just the local. Fuck, Do you yeah. watch indoor soccer, Eric? Oh yeah. Do you? Uh, the Tacoma Stars. Okay. Uh, they're very easy to watch. They they stream on Twitch. Um, Which you post a lot of the oh. times in our uh, sports on the Grit City Discord on the Grit City Podcast Discord channel. We have a sports and even or the shoutouts. You post a bunch of links to a bunch of different things. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's a, go there. Check that out. Check out the links. Go watch local sports. <laughs> I I I will say I like I'm not a huge sports guy. We covered this the last time you and I had chatted on an episode, uh, but I love the idea of being able to watch you know your minor league teams live online. Like just yeah. make it easy for people to where they can get into it and then go check it out in person. Yeah, and it's you know same as like it's TV quality. They do a good job. It's not nice. uh, you know it's high production um there's a lot of effort yeah. put into those sort of things and it's oh yeah and I mean, it's because it's at the same aspect of like any sort of like professional sport when you're playing these like at any level they have the um they they have their own desire to put out the best quality possible and they want to show off how cool it is out there and they don't want to have crappy feeds. I was watching a uh, an AHL league game for the uh, Firebirds, the Coachella Valley Firebirds, because they're a farm team for the Kraken. And uh, their their video feed for the game that was at Coachella Valley was shit bad. Like it was freezing. <laughs> and this was one that was broadcast on Root Sports. Oh, and oof. it was like, yeah, it was like, oh, it's like, what's going on when you can absolutely get something that is local here on a feed that is great like i was like get your shit together guys there's people who can just do this so figure it out um but i love the fact that a local production can be just as good as any other production out there oh yeah and you know i always say uh the galaxy and the reserve they play at the tacoma soccer center mm-hmm. it, it's 10 bucks to get in Go watch. It's so much fun. And that's where, Scott, you went and saw Hurling, right? I did. Yeah. Oh, with, uh, with It was our, a great time. Yeah, with our, our, our Gaelic sports buddies. I did. The Hounds, <laughs> the Tacoma Hounds. Dude, they... Yeah, it, we got to get them back on. They said they're yeah. down, so we'll figure that out. They were the best, too, because as soon as I walked in, they... they, uh, they ID'd me. <laughs> They're like, we know that guy, right? And so um, a bunch of them came up and hung out. Well, fuck, we met us. them at the McKinley Street Fair. Yep. We were just walking down and they're like, hey, you're a podcast. You should have us on. And we're like, hey, you're right. Let's do that. I don't know where the accent came from. but Nico, like, my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the last uh, last episode uh, with uh, Jeff's Capades because I think I just uh, became Italian right there. <laughs> they were awesome, though. I, I can't. Say enough good things about those guys. They, yeah. They were fantastic. So, like, super shout out on that. Uh, do you have any more extreme athletic things that you're going to be doing in the near future? Are you saving yourself uh, for the uh, for the freaking uh, stadium stairs? I heard you were going to be start fighting. You're going to be an MMA fighter. That's Whoa. Street beefs. Are you, are you oh, going shit. on street beefs? Are you going to be right. our GCP street beefs? Is, uh, 
If, does someone have a beef with me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll no. get you up against Solo. I'm we'll just, just oh, <laughs> you know? no one goes against Solo. Dude. No, no, that is absolutely the truth. Like, don't do it. But um, one thing that we've loved about you, and even participating in those things, is we sponsor you for those because we want you to go out there and uh, rep. And you've done some great interviews with people. So if people do have stuff that's going on. And you want a, a a sports reporter in on it? We got our guy, and we'll give you some promotion on that stuff. If you want to come on and talk about it beforehand, that's cool. And if you just are down with letting us uh, talk about it live, let us know. Like we're here to experience Tacoma, and luckily, Eric, you're the guy that can do all the athletic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got going down, man? Uh, so uh, as we were prepping for the show, uh, I saw a post from the Stadium Unleashed. Uh-oh. They are ahead of schedule, or they have more people signed up than normal. So oh. I signed up today. <laughs> like, I better get on that. So uh, August 6th, 6th, oh. Sunday. Damn, that is coming up. Yeah, get start walking up some stairs. It's, I'm Damn. signed up for the two loop. So. Oh. Again. Two loops, damn! How like, do far you, is that? Yeah, do you even uh, know how long? It, it's just under three miles. Oh my god! Three miles of stairs. Or wait, no, shorter. I think it's like a mile and a half. Uh, Still a mile and a half in stairs. Like it, that's what you're just you're going up and you're going down. I don't know the last know. time I could I could think of that I've walked a mile and a half, let alone uh, through stairs. <laughs> I, I, a, I walk a mile pretty regularly, a day. To, well, to 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 the to, to the, the fridge. train or whatever. Oh, right? to the fridge. Uh, yeah, to the bathroom. <laughs> like I do it once a year at, at PAX at yeah. a convention uh, in yeah, Seattle. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just got thirty thousand steps because I walked around a convention. How I many times do you do that? Stairs though. Stairs are fucking yeah. terrible. I have to do a set of I have to do a set of stairs, like a flight of stairs when I park my car for work. And at the top of that I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and yes. And so I'm just like constantly doing it. it just it literally reminds me of having to run the stadium stairs in high school and oh, how man. it wasn't necessarily a punishment. But it was kind of a punishment, you know. It was like we're gonna wear you guys fucking out, and I can't imagine. Like, how do your legs feel even like, like going halfway through it, and then at the end? Because at the end, I feel there's a little bit of a relief. But when you're getting like halfway or three quarters through, there's got to be a point where your your legs are just like, well, ah, fuck you. And also, Eric, um, he he meddled. Like he, oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. I got second place. He, he was, oh yeah. He was not. He's not just an ordinary championship runner, Grit right? City sponsored runner. So yes. What is it like for a championship runner? <laughs> oh. Well, you gotta stay humble. <laughs> and, uh, get, train really hard. But say your prayers. Yeah, eat you know, your vitamins. I'd say you think it's easy when you first get going. You're like, all right. This is nothing. I'm just going upstairs. And then, like, you're halfway up, like, those first set, like, you're running. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> these steps are really steep. <laughs> and then, okay, I need to slow down a bit. And then, for for me, the first loop is tougher. And then I'm warmed up. And then, all right, the second loop, okay, I can just kind of cruise through this. <laughs> Damn. And do you have, like... If anybody is interested in this and say they have just kind of this passing interest and they're like, okay, I think I maybe want to try this. Do you have any tips for anyone 
like to maybe train to get like kind of ready for this because I don't I feel until you do these <laughs> stairs you're not prepared for them. Yeah, last year my dad did it and he trained you know as much as he could. He did he did lots of stairs. He was going up and down all year, and then even then he was like that was the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, so. Do, do as many stairs as you can. Uh, if you can, like, go up, go in, like, double stairs. That's oh, about... Shit. That's pretty more like how the stairs are a stadium. Uh, do your lunges. Do mm. your squats. Do your box jumps. Anything to get those. Oh, everything all leg, legs. yeah. That all sounds Everything terrible. leg, that's <laughs> yeah. funny. And, uh... Yeah, <laughs> make sure you can uh, walk down the stairs too. <laughs> <laughs> At, like, oh. how much? What's your recovery time that's, after that? That's right. Yeah. Say, yeah, like, could you walk the next day? <laughs> like, uh, how did that work? <laughs> oh, I can, <laughs> <laughs> but also um, you're a championship runner. So I, I will say, <laughs> uh, for both my parents have done it, <laughs> and uh, damn. Going down the stairs is really tough for the next couple days. Wow. I can only imagine. <laughs> Actually, I can't. I'll be honest. Like, no. Like, I've done squats. Like, I'll do, like, a couple sets of squats, and then I have to walk bow-legged for, like, three days. Like, I don't. I think we should all just run them. Fuck it. Let's just all do it. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, see, Derek's already tapped. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is like Shark Tank. I'm, 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 I'm more likely to do the Puget Sound plunge before I do the stairs. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you plunging. We'll get you plunging. Fuck. I love it. Well, seriously, Eric, thank you so much for being just literally the, like the physical end of the Grit City podcast. GCP, you're the physical of the P right there. But if you've got... That sounded weird. If you've got any... <laughs> anything going on uh sports incline let us know we have grit city we have the sports gcp sports right there as a channel on our discord we're all a part of it we love to see those sort of things going down if you got any shout outs for any restaurants if you just want to tell us how much you hate portland as much as i do you can go ahead and post it in our general chat we've got all sorts of things to hang out and participate in not just this podcast but you do get to listen live if you're part of the discord so i want to thank everyone there if you want to participate further you can do the patreon which is always a wonderful time as well because you get access to some of the cool things that we have going down in terms of events like putt stuff stuff. you get first right of refusal to pick whom you want to putt with and also, you get chances to see other cool things like, oh, I don't know, really amazing designs like Jeff's T-shirt design, the Hot Rod T-shirt, logo designs, things that you can't get. Or at least, at the very least, you get um, some awesome codes on some discounts on that. And we try to hook you up with cool things like stickers from diecutstickers.com and a bunch of other things, too. So absolutely check that out. Also... I want you guys to make sure and contact us, interact with us on the socials, hit us up. If you've got anything, not just sports related, but anything Tacoma related and that you think that we should be hanging out and talking about, I do. I did get a suggestion to find the people and I have them on emails to find out a little bit about the 11th Street Skate Park. I don't know if you know about this, but it's an underground under an underpass skate park that uh, they've been fighting to keep in this area. And they made a documentary about it, and I've contacted the documentary makers. Cool. So we're going to be getting on and hopefully talking with them about that because oh, I think yeah. that's something super cool and super local. Yeah. So we're going to be checking out a lot of that stuff. But if you got suggestions, hit us up. Info at gritcitypodcast.com, post in our Discord. 
do, I don't know, you can send us Facebook messages, Instagram messages. Send Scott Wiener pictures, scottdeckardcitypodcast.com. No, Wiener picture. All right, Jeez. fine, man, fine, man. But uh, do send us all the other info. And until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.